Well, hello, 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 and happy Tuesday. Welcome back or welcome to Like a Local Podcast, the podcast that allows you to trip without falling into those tourist traps. We're your hosts, Stephanie Gerard and Katie Hilton, and each week we're bringing you to a new destination and interviewing a local to tell you where to stay, eat, drink, and play when you're in town. Not only are we saving you from looking like a tourist, but we're saving you for your valuable time. Just pop on this podcast two weeks before your trip and find out everywhere you need to stay, dine, drink, and play before coming into town. Without further ado, let's dive into this week's episode. Today, we are visiting the Windy City. That's right. We're in Chicago enjoying the architecture, shopping, coffee, pizza, and the weather. Well, not so much. At least not in the winter, but don't worry. We'll hear later when the best time of year is to visit. Chicago is an international hub for a number of industries, and according to the Chicago Tribune, they had nearly 58 million visitors in 2019. Obviously, we're not including 2020 for obvious reasons. We don't want to leave out our favorites who grew up here. Just to name a few, the Belushi brothers, Dwayne Wade, Kanye West, David Dobrik, and of course, our beloved Mr. President, Barack Obama. We all know about the Chicago deep dish rivalries and the Chicago-style hot dog, but the city is full. I mean, endless, incredible spots to meet every last one of your weekend getaway needs. We have Whitney Buha, a Chicago native, here to share the Windy City local lowdown. When one door closed four years ago, another door opened as she started her lifestyle blog called Something Witty. Speaking with Whitney was such a treat because she was so friendly and knowledgeable in Chicago that she could basically write a book because you are sure to get a travel bug as she's describing all the best restaurants and bars and what to do. Whitney is clearly a natural wonder considering she creates the prettiest content for all things fashion, food, travel, and beauty, all while having a full-time corporate marketing job. She has a sparkling personality. She's classy. She's chic. And well, she's pretty witty. Let's get into it. All right, everyone. We are traveling to the Windy City today and getting the local lowdown on Chicago, Illinois with Whitney Baha. I hope I just pronounced that right. Did I? Close. Buha. <laughs> Buha. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Buha. <laughs> Whitney, thank you so much for coming on. We can't wait to hear all about Chicago. But before we get into the local lowdown, we would love for you to introduce yourself and give the lowdown on you. So how long have you lived in Chicago? What do you do? How did your blog, Something Witty, get its start? Sure. Well, thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to talk with you guys today. So I have lived in Chicago my whole life. I'm from Chicago. I grew up in Beverly. It's a small neighborhood on the south side of Chicago. And then I went to college in Illinois, didn't go far, and I came back to Chicago. So my roots are here. I love Chicago so much. I've lived in several different neighborhoods um, post-college, you know, just living in different apartments and but it's a great city. I love it so much. I actually work full-time in marketing for a smaller tech company. I do their marketing and event management, and I launched something witty actually almost exactly four years ago. It was in November four years ago, and I had always talked about doing something like this, and at the time, I didn't really know what it would be if it was just Instagram or a website. I was super, super scared to do it. So I didn't do it for like two years. I literally created a website domain two years before I launched my website, just thinking like, I'll just have this just in case. And then I finally got the courage and did it and 
what actually happened. It was like a bad situation that I made good. I ended up losing my job. I worked in fashion for BCBG at the time and they were closing all their retail stores and I was a regional manager for them and all of my stores closed. So I, unfortunately my position was eliminated. And at that time I was like, okay, I have all this free time. Now's the time more than ever to do this. So I ended up launching it um, that November, and it's been a really fun ride ever since. I mean, it's definitely something you kind of trial and error and learn as you go, but I've met a lot of great people through it, and it's been really fun. Wow. That's so cool <laughs> that you used to work for BCBG. Um, yeah, it was fun. But it's always funny. I feel like it always works like, out like that, like something bad that we think happens, and then it leads to another open door. Yeah. I mean, I had always loved fashion. Like That's why I started working in retail and um, – it was just something that I would talk to my friends about. Like I would go shopping with them and I'd help them pick out outfits and put looks together. And um, people would ask me questions about it a lot. So I was like, oh, I actually really like this. And people are kind of interested in what I'm talking about or my suggestions. So it started with just a focus on fashion and style. And it's kind of evolved into more lifestyle, like we just bought a house um, a few months ago, so it's more home decor. I love to travel, so I've incorporated some travel. Um, I talk a lot about being from Chicago and places to go in Chicago. So it's definitely evolved into so much more than just fashion since I started it. Mm-hmm. I feel like you're the northern um, version of Kathleen Barnes. Oh, my gosh. Thank you. <laughs> That's so nice. <laughs> Well, thank you for that introduction from someone who has lived there all their life. Can you tell our listeners like why you think that they should plan a trip to Chicago? Yeah, for sure. Um, I mean, there's a few reasons. Chicago is really known for like its food scene. I'd say a lot of people think New York is amazing for restaurants, which it is, but I would say Chicago's right there up with it. Um, there are so many amazing restaurants. Like when I was thinking about this chat today. I was trying to like narrow down my favorite restaurants and there's so many and there's every single type of cuisine you could ever want to try. Like it's not just your basics. Like you can go to Chinatown and have an amazing authentic Chinese meal. You can go to Pilsen and have like the best Mexican food ever. So it's a very, very diverse city. It's not just the loop in downtown that's super cool. There's so many neighborhoods spread around like the outskirts of downtown that when I tell people to come here, I'm like, don't just stay downtown, like go explore the neighborhoods because there's just so much character and so many different things to see. So definitely the food scene. Um, there's also a really fun bar scene. I wouldn't say it's like a clubby kind of city. Um, there used to be some clubs. They've actually kind of closed and some new ones have opened. And when I was younger, I did go to some of the clubs. I don't do that anymore. <laughs> um, but like for the younger crowd, there are some fun clubs that you can go to. And there's also the beach, like we're on the water, which is kind of crazy being a Midwestern city. We're on Lake Michigan, which is a huge, huge lake. It looks like an ocean when you see it. And there's a huge beachfront, like right downtown. And it spans up to Lincoln Park and further north. So that's really fun. In the summertime, you can rent a boat, you can go to the playpen. And it's really fun. I mean, there's a bunch of reasons, but I would say restaurants, the beach, and just like the overall like architecture and like culture of the city. Yeah, I think that one of the one of the like would hold me back to from moving to Chicago would be not having like a sort of body of water. But if you have like Michigan, sounds yeah. like my base is covered. But that's a good segue <laughs> into where should you stay? So are there particular neighborhoods that you should stay in? And do you prefer a hotel versus an Airbnb? So for where to stay, I did say like definitely explore outside of downtown. 
But if you're going to stay in just one place, I would stay like my top three neighborhoods would be the Gold Coast, West Loop, or River North. They're all very centralized. So, and they're close to like public transportation. So if you stay in any of those areas, you can really get to other areas pretty quickly. Um, And for like the main attractions, I would say those are going to be kind of the closest and most accessible, but it's like, you know, if you stay in the West Loop, it's a 15 minute Uber to get to Wicker Park, or it's a 20 minute Uber to get to Logan Square. So, or you take the the L and it doesn't take you long either. So those three have just so many great things to do right around there, but you're still really close to everything else. Um, And then for where to, like what type of place to stay, I would probably say a hotel. Um, There's tons of great hotels, like really for every budget too. But if you were coming with like a big group for a bachelorette party or like a girls weekend or whatever it might be, then I'd probably do an Airbnb just because you have a bigger group. Um, So it could go either way. Like when I've stayed places and done staycations, I've always stayed at hotels just because I love hotels. But yeah, you could do either. Do you have any budget-friendly hotels that you could recommend? Um, So there's I would say this is kind of on the budget-friendly end. It's a smaller boutique hotel. It's called Hotel Monaco, and it's considered the loop downtown. It's So basically, the river cuts the city in half. So if you're on the south side of the river, you're in the loop. If you're on the north side of the river, you're in River North. <laughs> so River North is kind of like the young, fun area with the clubs and the bars. Yeah. And then if you're in the loop, it's more like the business district. Hotel Monaco is on that south side of the river, but it's like a block from the river. So you can walk right to River North and the river walk is like all redone in the past year. And there's bars down there, boats dock right there. So Hotel Monaco is a really cool option and it is a little bit more on the budget friendly side. I'd say that one. And then there's some other boutique hotels in Gold Coast, um, on like Walton and Delaware street. So that sounds so much fun, but now that we know where to stay, um, which is pretty important, but the most mm-hmm. important part is where are we eating? Yeah, of course. <laughs> into that. And, mm-hmm. um, and you said there's a, you have a lot, so don't feel like you have to keep it down to three because <laughs> I want to know all okay. of the best places. Okay. So yeah, I do have quite a few. <laughs> so I wanted to give like a mix of restaurants in different areas too. Um, so there's this one place in the West Loop. It's called Duck Duck Goat. And it is the best Chinese food ever, which sounds kind of random, but <laughs> it's like fancy Chinese. It's Stephanie Izzard who she, I think she won Top Chef one year and she has like I think four restaurants now in Chicago and duck duck goat is one of hers and it's amazing. It's hard to get into. So definitely make a reservation in advance, but it's like the best duck fried rice I've ever had in my entire life. So there is a really fun one. There's this little place called moonlighter, which is in Logan square. I used to live in Bucktown and my husband and I would walk to moonlighter like literally once every two weeks for burgers. Cause their burgers are amazing and they have an awesome outdoor patio. We would bring our dog, um, Moonlighter, super fun. A couple of brunch spots, Parlor Pizza Bar. There, the original Parlor is in the West Loop. That's the one you should go to. There's a couple others now, but they have this amazing patio. It's always packed. It's so fun. It's like a fun, boozy brunch kind of place. You know, they'll do like the not necessarily bottomless, but they'll give you like a bottle of champagne with like three different juices, and you make your own mimosas. So that one's really mm-hmm. fun. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then another bottomless brunch where I think it's like 25 to $30 per person for bottomless mimosas and Bloody Marys is Barrio, B-A-R-R-I-O. And that's in River North. And it's really good Mexican, like Spanish food, and then bottomless mimosas. So that one's really good too. If I can give a couple others. Yes. Yeah, for sure. Okay, cool. So Big Star is in Wicker Park and they have a huge, again, all these have patios, which is really awesome because summertime in Chicago is the best. Um, mm-hmm. Tacos and margaritas at Big Star. So much fun. Really good margaritas. Probably my favorite margarita in the city. And then one other is this old school Italian place. I went, I've been going there since high school. It's called Topo Gigio. And it's an old town on Wells Street. And the food is amazing. They have a huge wine list, like Italian wines, the service, like all the servers are Italian. It's really fun. Ooh, that sounds so good. I hear there's a pretty big rivalry, rivalry, whoa, English, (laughs) can't talk today. Big rivalry in town um, on who has the best deep dish pizza. Mm -hmm. And it's between Lou, I don't know how to pronounce, I don't think I'm going to pronounce this right. Yes. Yes. And then Giordano's. Yep, Giordano's. Can you settle the debate? Well, so I was just talking to my husband about this actually before, and I'm like, I'm going to give the unpopular opinion because I grew up eating Giordano's and I love Giordano's, but most people, I would say, prefer Lou Malnati's. They're very different though. They're both deep dish, but they're very different. Like the crust is completely different. The taste is different. Um, lose the sauce is like more chunks of tomatoes. And then Mm -hmm. Giordano's is like a more, just a red sauce and you have to try both. That's the thing. The crust is completely different on the two pizzas, but I've just always loved Giordano's. I think it's because it's what I grew up eating, but then other people who grew up eating Lou's will like Lou's better. So it's hard to say. Okay, there you have it. (laughs) And then tell me a little bit about the Chicago dog. Like what's the hype? Do you you like them? Oh yeah. Do you put ketchup on it? Okay. That's a big (laughs) (laughs) no-no. That is. So I'm a big ketchup girl though. Occasionally I add ketchup, but I shouldn't, I know. But (laughs) the Chicago dog is basically – there's tomato on the hot dog. So that's why they say you don't need ketchup. So it's mustard, tomato, relish, celery, salt, salt and pepper, pickle and sport pepper. And yes, I love it. There's this place called Portillo's here. Um, I think it's expanded to like some other locations, but it started in Chicago. And I mean, if you want like a quick meal, it's so good. Like the cheese fries are incredible and they have Chicago dogs that are so good. Um, But yeah, even... Anywhere I go, I get a Chicago dog. Oh, wow. That sounds so much better than the North Carolina. What's our dog? It's like the Carolina. Coleslaw. Oh, yeah. Carolina. Chili, onions. Like coleslaw. It's I love it. I, I love oh. <laughs> I love our hot dogs. But there's actually a place um, downtown who they don't have ketchup in their restaurant, I think, because it's like you can have – Carolina style and you can add mustard, but you, it's like a sin to put ketchup on it. So it's so funny. Yeah. Mm, interesting. I love how I just like completely slammed the Carolina dog and Katie was like, wait, I love it. She's like, I love it. Um, <laughs> but okay. Now that we are full on the, the Chicago dogs, the pizza, where mm-hmm. are we drinking? Okay. So drinks, um, there's again, lots of great places. Some of my favorites, there's this really cool bar in the West Loop, and it's kind of like a speakeasy. It's called the Blind Barber, 
and it's literally a barber shop from the front. So when you see it from the street, there's chairs, they give haircuts. It's a real barber shop. You walk in and you go in another door and it leads you to this back bar. And it's so cool. It's pretty small, um, but they always have like really good music at night. They have a bar, they have like little couches you can sit. It's just a really fun spot. And like, you wouldn't really know what it is when you walk by because it looks like a barber shop. So that's really fun. It's in a great location in the West Loop. Like if you're going to dinner in the West Loop, you can go there before or after dinner for drinks. Um, and then and in the West Loop also, there is this newer place. I think it opened in the last like year or two. It's called The Darling. And they just have like really cool, like big, you know, like the tall back chairs. And it's like super loungy, um, fun spot for drinks. Then if you hop over to Wicker Park, there's this other bar called Violet Hour, and it's across the street from Big Star, the taco place I was talking about. It has no windows. It has no sign, but you'll know it's there because there's a line usually of people waiting to get in, and they don't allow anyone to stand in the bar, so you can only enter if you're seated. So that's Mm -hmm. why there's always a line because they'll bring people in, they'll seat them, but anyone else that wants to come in can't go in until there's a place to sit. They also like don't allow, well, not necessarily allow, they like frown upon you using your phone. So when you go in, like they don't want to see you on your phone. They want you like engaged in your conversation, like sitting down. The chairs look like something out of like Alice in Wonderland, like crazy colors and like literally the backs go up like way above your head. So it's really cool and they have super fun drinks. And then just one, one or two others, Guilt Bar is in River North and they also have amazing food at Guilt Bar, but next door to Guilt Bar is this place called Bavette's and you can go get drinks at Guilt Bar and then go next door to Bavette's and have like the best steak dinner of your life. First two, can you make reservations for either one of them? For Blind Barber and Violet Hour? Yes. Or is it first come, first serve? First come, first serve. Yeah. So if you go earlier, that's always better, but both of those typically will have a line like during peak time. And wait, what was the name of the one that doesn't want you on your phone? Violet Hour. Oh, Violet Violet Hour. I feel like more places need to be like Violet Hour. I know. I know. It's so cool. (laughs) Any more drink places worth mentioning? Okay. One other place. And this is like, don't go here for drinks first. Like end your night here. (laughs) It is, it's called Lottie's. And it's in Bucktown. I I don't even know how to describe it. It's like they play the best 90s music all night. Like everybody starts dancing. It's literally just a sports bar though. Like it's, it's not very nice. It's like a hole in the wall. And it's located on a residential street in Bucktown. So there's all houses nearby. There's like no other restaurants. And all of a sudden you have Lottie's. And actually, I don't watch this show, but if you watch um, – Chicago Fire, it's the bar Molly's in Chicago Fire. And like on the show, they just put a sign over where it says Lottie's that says Molly's, but it's Lottie's in real life. And it's just like such a fun little neighborhood bar and it gets packed, but like, it's always a good time. (laughs) Are any of these places like open at five? So you can't go earlier, like go day drink? Yes. So I believe that Blind Barber is just evenings. Lottie's is also, no, Lottie's is open actually during the day. So you could go day drink there. Probably wouldn't day drink there. 
<laughs> um, for like more day drinking, I would say like Big Star, what I talked about earlier is really fun to day drink. And then um, there's these other, so there's three restaurants owned by the same restaurant group and they're all really good pizza places, like not Chicago style pizza, um, but it's Happy Camper, Paradise Park and Home Slice. Paradise Park is in Wicker Park and then uh, Happy Camper is in Old Town. And they're really fun to day drink, like packed during the day. And the food is really good, like really good pizzas. Um, Paradise Park has an insane patio and then they have the garage doors that open up into the bar. So it's kind of like all open. It's huge. And at Christmas time, they do the most insane lights. Both places actually, Happy Camper and Paradise Park, like I asked, I actually know one of the owners and I asked him once, I'm like, how, who do you hire to do this? He's like, no, the staff does it all. We're here for like weeks installing all these Christmas lights. It's so cool. So if you're in Chicago over the holidays, you should go there for sure and have a drink or have dinner. I think Stephanie would love that. Yeah. (laughs) Be like, I'm going to spend the night in the booth because she loves Christmas. Love Christmas. (laughs) Um, But this is probably, this is going backwards, but can you explain a little bit more on like the different neighborhoods? Because I feel like they're, like you keep referencing Whitaker Park and then Mm -hmm. is there Old Town? Am Mm -hmm. I saying that right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, okay. Let me give you like a little directional, I guess. So the loop like downtown um, downtown is considered the loop, like gold coast river North, um, those kind of areas. And the loop is the furthest like South. And then you get to river North and then you get to gold coast. And then from gold coast, you get into like, um, Lincoln park, then Lakeview, and that's going all along the water. So like you're still far East. If you go West, that's when you get to Wicker park, Bucktown, Logan Square. So that's going like Wicker, Bucktown, Logan. They're all west of the city. And then they go further north as you go up those three. So Wicker Mm -hmm. is the furthest south, then Bucktown's north, then Logan Square is north. And then you keep getting further into like Avondale. There's so many different (laughs) neighborhoods. But yeah, those and then Old Town, sorry, Old Town is just past the Gold Coast. So it's like River North, Gold Coast, Old Town, Lincoln Park, Lakeview, Roscoe Village, it's honestly wow, like I can't so even name hoods. all the neighborhoods. Yeah. <laughs> so many neighborhoods. Yeah. How, so you, you mentioned, so you have a subway, right? Or is it? We we call it the L because it's elevated. Oh. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> is that the best way? So if you're in the different neighborhoods and you were going to those, for example, those three different pizza spots, day drinking, is that is that the best way to get around? Yeah, pretty much. Definitely if you're going west, like like I was talking about Wicker Park, Bucktown, Logan Square, those are all on the blue line. So the blue line goes from the loop all the way to O'Hare Airport. So it stops like at every single one of those. So there's a Damon stop that's right in Wicker Park and then like Western's a little bit more Bucktown. Then there's a California and Logan Square stop. So those are all on the blue line L. And then the red line goes straight through like Old Town, Lincoln Park, Lakeview, same with the brown line. So yeah, the L is the easiest way to get around. There's also a bunch of buses, but then you have to deal with like city traffic. So the L is easier. Yeah. I read somewhere that Chicago, like the public transit, it's really great. And to avoid... Like there are buses and that's great, but to avoid it and you'll you'll mm-hmm. get much quicker everywhere. Yeah. You just use the train or the totally. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Well, now that we've had a couple of drinks in our system, are there any activities that you would recommend 
So like if it's a three-day weekend, what are we doing? Yeah. Um, okay. So there's a few kind of like touristy things that you can do. Um, one, one of my favorite things, even not as a tourist, but I always suggest it to people like if they come visit or I've taken people myself, it's the architectural boat tour. So all through, you know, downtown Chicago, the Chicago River runs through the loop and then out into Lake Michigan. And the architectural boat tour basically takes you on like one of these big, you know, touristy boats for sightseeing, but you can sit on the top of the boat and you can look at all the buildings. And it's a guided tour where they tell you all about all the buildings, like when they were built, who built them, a little bit of the history and like the story behind them. And it's super interesting. I mean, even being from Chicago, I didn't know a lot of that beforehand. Um, and you're also like, if it's a nice day, you get to sit outside on a boat and kind of cruise around. So that is really fun. I always suggest that people do that. Another thing is Cubs games in the summertime and the fall are really fun. Then you get to see Wrigleyville too. Wrigleyville is like its own beast. <laughs> it's crazy. And during a Cubs game, it's really, really crazy, but really fun. And they also have built up like this place called Gallagher Way. It's right outside of Wrigley Field. And now they have like a big open um, grassy area with restaurants. And it's just a lot of fun. So if you're here during baseball season, try to go to a Cubs game. And then another thing is the bean in Millennium Park is very touristy. But I always tell people to just take like a long walk. Chicago is a big walking city too. So you can start at the Bean, go see it, take your picture, and then just walk down Michigan Avenue like all the way north because as you walk, you're going to pass all of the magnificent – you're going to basically walk the Magnificent Mile, which is all the cool shops. You're going to see the huge new Starbucks reserve. It's like the biggest Starbucks in the world. It's four stories. It's massive. Whoa. And then all this – Have you different- been? I haven't actually. It opened like oh – I think like lat like end of last year and I was waiting for it to die down and then COVID started. I mean, there were like lines to get in. So mm-hmm. I haven't, it looks really cool though. It used to be this massive crate and barrel and they closed the crate and barrel and turned it into this huge Starbucks. <laughs> so yeah, you'll walk all the way down Michigan Avenue. And then as you get further North, you'll see the water tower, which is an actual water tower. And then across the street is water tower place, which is like the mall, but you'll see all the fun shops. You'll see some cool hotels. And then as you get further down, um, you can also then like, once you get to the end, you'll see, uh, Lake Michigan and you'll want to take a left down Oak street. Oak street is like the super high end shopping street where you're going to see like Chanel. Um, I don't know. Everything is there like Prada, Dior, Versace. Yeah. So that's really cool to just like kind of window shop, look around okay, there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So you'll take Oak Street down. Mm-hmm. Window to shop. State. Yeah, right. <laughs> I wish it was more than that, but um, <laughs> so you'll walk that and then you'll take it to State Street, turn right on State Street. Then you're going to get into what we call the Viagra Triangle. <laughs> so yeah, oh. that's what it's been. That's what it's been named. And rightfully so, because you have to just go like, look at the scene there because it's gotten that name because it's a very wealthy area, like the Gold Coast and Streeterville, I'd say, no, the Gold Coast is like the most, one of the most expensive places to live in Chicago. Like Astor Street is one of the famous streets Mm -hmm. with like these really old mansions that are like millions of dollars. And so Viagra Triangle's in the Gold Coast. And basically it's these older men, like very, very wealthy older men who pick up like 25 year old girls and you see them together, like at the bar, he's buying her dinner, he's buying her drinks. 
she might have a new bag. Like, <laughs> very so, we to, so we'll go to the Viagra Triangle <laughs> to pick up a man to go take us shopping on what's the street? El- State Street, Oak Street, Oak Oak. Street. Yeah, or or if anything, it's just really good for people watching. It's the best <laughs> yeah. people watching. Seriously, I have a question. Going back to the bean, it's funny. We were like chatting before, and we we're like, I wonder if she's going to say the bean because I feel like it is so touristy. But then it's Katie said like exactly what you said is that I feel yeah. like she's going to say just it's, stop by, take your picture, and like keep walking. Right. Like it's honestly when you go to the bean, there's not much to do. Like you just go look at it and you take a picture. There's, there's nowhere to go what, in. Okay. So what is the bean? Like, I know, I know what it looks like and everything, but why is it a bean? I, it okay. was just like, <laughs> I don't even know for sure. Honestly, like it was created and like put in as like an installment. Like they basically, they built up Millennium Park. So Millennium, the bean is located in Millennium Park. Millennium Park is super cool. Like there's much more than just the bean there. There's a whole, like to the, when you're looking at it, like to the left and kind of behind the bean is this big feet, like outdoor theater. And they'll do free concerts in the summer. They also do some paid concerts, but it's also like this huge metal structure that's all silver. So it kind of looks similar to the bean. And then there's another like garden area. So it's more just like a park and the bean is in it, but there isn't really much to do. But what is the bean? Like it, it is it it's a coffee bean? It looks it looks like yeah, a silver like not necessarily a coffee bean. It's like more like like a like a kidney. Yeah. A, a navy a bean, a yeah. kidney bean. <laughs> okay, but it doesn't like symbolize any type of bean. Like there's no backstory like coffee bean like or I don't think so. Okay, so yeah, we don't know what the bean is, like what it symbolizes. That's okay. Right. Still I should, go probably. take your picture. Yeah, I don't think anybody really thinks yes. about that. Definitely I think you're just very super. Cool. Um, <laughs> and it's just it's, a random really, bean. No, I mean, I've never thought about it. I've just been like, oh, the Chicago bean, great. It's honestly just like a piece of art. I think like okay. that's all. That's all like it represents. And then next to it is like this really cool. It's I think like Millennium Park's all about the artwork because like I was talking about that where the outdoor concerts are like that is basically a piece of art too when you see it and then to the right of the bean is these fountains I guess you could call them there are these huge triangular structures that stand up like I don't know how high in the sky and there's two that frame like this interior area and faces appear these structures, like real people's faces. They photograph these people, they, their faces appear and they like do a little, yeah, I know. (laughs) And they're like kind of moving. It's like a live photo and they put their mouth in like a little O and then water spews out of their mouth into this like interior area and little kids like run around and play in the water and the faces change like into all these different people throughout the day. It's, it's, it's very funky, like it's kind of weird, but again, it's like a piece of art that they have installed there. It's That's really cool. <laughs> yeah. I may sound really stupid right now, but isn't there like a huge? <laughs> isn't there like a huge tower and you like it's glass? Is that in Chicago? I feel yeah. like okay. So that Would you is- recommend that. 
Okay. So that was going to be like my tourist trap kind of thing. Oh, so it's the Willis tower. It used to be called the Sears tower. Like I still call it the Sears tower just from growing up in Chicago, but it's basically been like bought and sold. So now it's called the Willis tower and it's right in downtown Chicago in the loop. And yes, it's the tallest skyscraper in Chicago and it has the sky deck, which I could honestly never go out on the sky deck. It's a glass box that is literally like here's the building and it shoots out of the building and it looks straight down. Yeah. So you're looking like however many stories up in the sky down below you. Like I can't even lean over an edge. Oh my God. I was Googling things to do in Chicago just to like get familiarized. And one of the things was get high and go on top of the Willis Tower. And I was like, (laughs) no, (laughs) probably not going to do that. Yeah. No. Don't do that. (laughs) Something that you would recommend for visitors or, you know, just kind of, you know, it's not really that cool. So it's cool. Yes. But there's also the John Hancock building, which is on Michigan Avenue on the Mag Mile. So it's way less crowded typically at the John Hancock than it is at Willis Tower. John Hancock go up to the 96th floor and it has a similar kind of setup, these glass boxes that retract from the building. So like they literally move, you stand in this box and it shoots you forward. I've actually done that. And I was like closing my eyes. (laughs) Um, But you see, they have this uh, floor that's called the 360 and it's windows around the entire floor. So you can walk and see all of the city. So it is really cool to see that view But I would compare it to like, and it depends what you're interested in. Like if you were to go to Paris, I've gone to Paris a few times. I've never gone to the top of the Eiffel Tower. I just would rather like be on the ground seeing things. Mm -hmm. And yes, it's cool to see the entire city from up high. But like for me, I didn't really care to do that that much to wait in those lines to be smushed in like tight quarters with a ton of people. That's what I would say the Willis Tower is like. You wait in a really long line. It's not very cheap either. You know, you buy a ticket just to go look and see the view. Um, So if you're interested in that, then yes. If you're kind of interested, I would say do the John Hancock instead because you're still going to see the amazing views and it's going to be a little bit less crowded. It kind of reminds me of um, New York. So the Eiffel. Yeah, the the Eiffel Tower in New York. York. (laughs) Yeah. Empire State Building being the um, Sears Building and Mm -hmm. then the. uh, What's it called? The John Hancock. The Hancock being like top of the rock. So it's a little like not as crowded, but you still have to pay and it's still like you still get great views. Yeah, totally. I yeah, I think that's a good comparison. Great comparison, Katie. <laughs> <laughs> Love that. Um, okay. Any other activities that we should do while we're in Chicago or that you enjoy doing while you're in Chicago? So if you're coming in the summer, go to the beach. So there's a couple – there's a couple different beaches. North Avenue Beach is definitely the younger beach. So like kids right out of college, um, there is this bar right there called Castaways. And it looks like um, like a big ship almost, but it's a bar. And it's really fun. But again, it's a younger crowd. There's also Oak Street Beach, which is like a little bit more, not older crowd, but not like kids right out of college either. And they have a really cool beach bar. Um, there's always like beach volleyball nets set up and You can just kind of hang out on the beach. It's really fun. If you want to spend the money or you have a big group, you can rent a boat like with a captain and they can drive you around. And then 
kind of mentioned this earlier, but you can station at what we call the playpen. So there's this area right at like Oak Street Beach, basically, um, that's like a cove and people tie their boats up together. And it's just like a big party on the water in boats. Oh <laughs> and, and like, I've done that for bachelorette parties or things like that. It's super fun. But yeah, you'd have to rent a boat or know someone with a boat to do something like that. But it is a really fun kind of activity, like a Saturday kind of thing. And then I don't know, I think like there's so much to do, but those would probably be like some of my top things I'd say for like a, you know, a weekend kind of trip. Yeah. I feel like our, our itinerary is definitely full. Katie, were yeah. you going to say something? I, so I'm curious about how a beach is. So when I think of the beach, I think of like, do people bring like their coolers and then they just like, is there sand? What's the experience like? Yeah. So there's definitely sand. Um, it's not like a big expansive beach, like probably in, you know, warmer climates like Florida or maybe by the, you at the beaches by you. It's a smaller beach for sure. But people, so you're not technically, I think, allowed to drink <laughs> unless you're at the bar at the beach. But I have seen people that bring coolers. I'm not encouraging you to do this because you will get ticketed if you get caught. So People do it, but you just have to good. be very That's careful. That's very good to it. know. Great. Yeah. But then it's, you know, you won't see like umbrellas with like beach chairs because there's no really service for that. By Oak Street Beach, you can like pay to rent a chair, but there aren't any like hotels or anything either because Lakeshore Drive basically cuts the beach off. So it's like water, beach, and then Lakeshore Drive. So there's no buildings. It's just beach mm -hmm. and then Lakeshore Drive. And then on the other side of Lakeshore Drive are all the buildings. Oh, that's nice. You're still in the city, but you're not like seeing all of the huge buildings behind you necessarily. Yeah. Okay. Well, now that our itinerary is very full, <laughs> let's move on to our last segment, which is the rapid fire round. So we have some just quick spitfire questions. You can elaborate if you want to, but you don't have to. Okay. Um, so Katie, I'll let you take it away. All right. The most Instagrammable place. So there's this really awesome coffee shop slash restaurant. It's in the Soho house in West Loop. It's called the Alice. Really awesome. Like chandelier is really cool. One other is Beatnik. I've taken some good pictures there. <laughs> Beatnik. So it's, can you spell that? B-E-A-T-N-I-K. It's actually a restaurant, but it's just like so cool. Like all like glass ceiling and like really cool plants and chandeliers. Yeah. Love cool. that. Um, oh, we talked about this um, a little bit early, but favorite pizza shop. Okay. So I'm not going to say Giordano's or Lou's since we talked about that, but Pequod's, it's a single shop in like kind of Lincoln Park area, really good deep dish, but also really good like pan, more thin crust delicious. Do you like Chicago or do you prefer like the New York style? I don't like deep dish that much. <laughs> it's, it's good, but it's really, really filling. Like the pizza is like two inches mm -hmm. thick and I can have one slice and I'm like very full. I prefer the thin crust pizza. So there's this place called Diagostino's and they have really good thin crust pizza that it's not New York style either. Like there's places that have New York style in Chicago, but like they're, I feel like they're just not as popular, but there's just like a standard thin crust that's also really good. So that's my favorite. Great. 
Lots of pizza, pizza places to choose from. There are. <laughs> Favorite coffee shop? Um, La Colombe. Um, it's C-O-L-O-M-B-E. Yeah, they, I think right now. Yeah, they sell it in cans. So good, yeah. And they have quite a few locations now in Chicago. Like the first one I feel like opened, I don't know, like four years ago or something. And now they keep popping up everywhere, but it's so good. My so best good. friend, Heather McMahon, loves love. <laughs> I don't, we don't, we are not friends with her, but we want to be. Um, he loves that coffee. <laughs> Best place to grab wine and cheese? City Winery. There's one in the West Loop right on Randolph, and then they opened one on the River Walk, and it's really cool. Very good. Best season to visit? Summer, 100%. <laughs> yeah, wait, question. I'm going to interrupt here. How do you deal with the cold weather? Oh. Honestly, like I've lived here my whole life and I'm not used to it. So it's, it's brutal to be honest. Like it is, there's months that it's not so bad. Like November, December aren't bad. Like it it snows or it's like in the thirties, like we're all okay with that. It's when you get to like February and it's like negative 10 and then it's March and it's still freezing. And then it's April and there's like another freezing day. So that's it's hard. It really is. Like, I mean, I don't think I'll ever get used to it. <laughs> oh my gosh. Do you have any, like, like, do you walk? <laughs> like, how do you, do you have dogs? Like, how do you take them out? Yeah. So, well, and that's the thing, like when you commute to work, because most people, they commute to a lot of offices are in downtown Chicago. So you typically don't live within walking distance. So you're taking like the L or if you live in the suburbs, you take the Metra and then you have to walk to your office. So like for me, my walk was like 10 minutes outside to the L and in like negative weather, like you have to wear like, like tights under your jeans, like two pairs of socks, all these layers. It's crazy. I mean, I like, if you live in Chicago, you have to invest in a, like a very warm winter jacket, like something that is going to like cover, like go down to your knees or past your knees. Cause you definitely need it. Wow. I have, you know how Apple weather like you can save different cities chicago is one of them one of the ones that i have saved and it's always like especially when i was looking in the spring it was like beginning to be the 70s here and then in chicago it was like 32 and snowing (laughs) yeah i know it's crazy so you get to work and you've got like leggings on underneath do you have to take do you have to go to the bathroom and (laughs) take all your long johns off Kind of, yeah. I mean, like I would typically just like if I wore like tights under my jeans, I'm like, oh, I'm just gonna have tights and jeans on all day. But yeah. like the layers up top, like I would take like my scarf off, my sweater off, my gloves, my hat. Like you just have so many layers and things. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Very brutal, but yeah. Love the snow. I'm sure you're <laughs> tired of it though. <laughs> yes. Okay. Favorite rooftop bar. Um, probably Cindy's. It's right across from Millennium Park. You can see all of Millennium Park. And it's also just like a really, really pretty restaurant. Chicago, do they have a lot of rooftop bars? Um, kind of. I mean, a lot of them are in hotels actually. So Cindy's is in a hotel and then London House was another one I like and that's a hotel as well. So I would say more like pretty much all of them that I'm thinking of right now are on top of a hotel. Cool. Favorite local business? Um, there is this really cute little boutique in Lincoln Park. It's called Art Effect. And I used to live in Lincoln Park. And like anytime I needed a little like housewarming gift or 
I don't know, just something like cute. I would go there because they have clothes, but then they have cute like coffee table books and like jewelry. I don't know. They had like a really good mix of everything. So that was kind of my go-to little like gift spot. And what was that called? It's called Art Effect. Art Effect. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And the, the last one is the biggest tourist trap, which we kind of touched on. It's the, the, the Sears, old yeah. Sears, old Sears seals building (laughs) you know some days english just isn't there yeah it's it's hard (laughs) it's hard yes but yeah i would say like sears tower now willis tower probably the biggest tourist trap but honestly like millennium park is going to be pretty touristy too that's why you kind of like walk through take a picture keep going and i'm going to add one more question favorite chicago event okay so there's this event it's called old town art fair and it's every June in the summer in Old Town. And so Wells Street is the main street in Old Town. They shut it down. And all these art vendors from all over the place come in and set up little tents and sell their art. And then all, so Wells Street also has like a ton of bars and restaurants. All the bars are like open during the day. So it's like a big daytime, like kind of day drinking too. Cause like they also have little vendors that sell like food and drinks in the streets. It's so fun. Like, it's kind of like my two girlfriends and I, every summer, that's like our main event. We're like, Old Town Art Fair, we can't wait. It's really fun. And you can also find like super cool art and like jewelry and things like that you can buy. Fun. (laughs) Do you partake in the St. Patrick's Day festivities that are here? It's just wild there. (laughs) Yes. Um, Yeah, that I was going to actually bring up too. So St. Patrick's Day is super fun, actually. Like, it is crazy all the bars are open at like 7 a.m. People are out, they're drinking. The river gets dyed green every St. Patrick's Day and there's green beer everywhere. I mean, it is, it's super fun. It's like one of those crazy days, you know, where you're going to wait in line in the bars, you're going to pay cover charges, but it's really fun. All for St. Pat. We love it. But okay, before we wrap up, do you have a travel tip to share with our listeners? So it could be anything like a favorite travel product, a mantra, a planning tip. So I would say like my mantra, just try not to like stress out. Like I feel like with travel, you can't control what's going to happen a lot of the time. Like I've had some really bad travel incidents, like where flights are canceled, well, snow, especially in Chicago, because things are always canceled in the winter when it snows. So like, just try to be relaxed when you travel. Like my best friend and I travel together a lot and we have like the same mantra when we travel, we're like super chill and we're like, you know what? It's going to work out. We're going to get there and we're going to have fun. So I would say that is probably like my mantra for traveling. Just like, let it be laid back with it. Um, And then a travel Mm -hmm. product, I mean, for me, like I always like to have a really good tote bag. And then in my tote bag, I always put like a little crossbody purse so that like when you get somewhere, you can like throw that little bag on or in the airport and you have like your key things. If you're going international, like your passport's in there, you're like chapstick, you're now hand sanitizer, like (laughs) in the little crossbody, but like you can just throw it in your tote since you're limited to your two bags or carry on, you know? Yeah, smart. Hand sanitizer and masks, you know. The new normal. The new normal. (laughs) I know. Okay. And where can our listeners find you on social media? So I am at something witty and it's W-H-I-T-T-Y. Awesome. Cool. This has been so much fun. Out of all of the interviews, Chicago's the one that I'm like – and I've been one time, (laughs) but 
I want to go back. Like it's on the top of my list right now. Yeah. You should plan a trip for next summer. Hopefully things will be a little bit more normalized and it'll be nice weather. So that's the time to go. That's yeah. Cross. We'll come across in the summer. Yeah. Hopefully. Totally. All right. Thanks so much, Whitney. And that is a wrap on another episode. Thank you guys for listening in again. If you guys enjoyed Chicago and want more of Chicago, let us know who we should interview next. And don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review wherever you listen to this podcast. Next week, we're going to California. We're going to the West Coast. Yes, we are getting the local lowdown in Palm Springs with Rachel O'Brien. She's a comedian and she was fantastic. We're so excited. Don't forget to subscribe and we'll see you next Tuesday.